0: get to the root of one of my favorite things. Her name is Anne Gachui. She's the founder and CEO of the Home Gardening Support Support Network. And every single week, she comes in here with tons and tons of tips. And Anne, over the last couple of weeks, oh, by the way, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you very much again. I appreciate you. Like everywhere else, there's nothing as more exciting as being able to work with the soil and touch the soil and get dirty but at the end of it you get some wonderful vegetables or wonderful fruits Mm -hmm. or food that you actually grew and you knew where it came from and so today we are digging deeper yet again on soils because it's really the most important aspect of your gardening if you are looking for a blueprint a success blueprint for gardening you really have to understand soils and so today we are talking about tips on fertilizer
0: use ooh see this is this is where people start going it's all evil chemicals i don't worry but 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 it's not evil chemicals. It's actually like nitrates, phosphates, and things like that, right?
1: Actually, yes. So we are going to start with the basics. And I apologize if you already think this is too simple. Let's start there and then we'll go up. No. If you picked up a fertilizer bag, you see three numbers. Okay. Yeah, The three numbers on the bag is nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, and those are the major nutrients that the plants use in large quantities, and mm. we talked about those. But sometimes those same fertilizer bags, if you turned it to the back, you'll also see other minor nutrients, things like zinc and boron and iron and manganese. And so on these are used in smaller amounts and mm-hmm. often they don't feature in the front of the bag so getting to understand those is the first step yeah. in your fertilizer use
0: Th- well that's just it because we are such a visual society people basically their understanding of fertilizer is what do I see on the bag on the shelf yeah. and, yes. and a lot of people they, they don't understand what N and P and K how did potassium end up with K, by the way? do we know that? <laughs> That's a dumb jump in letters there. Oh. Potassium, K. But it, <laughs> but you see what I mean. Mm. And a lot of people, they just walk by and they see this stuff on the shelf. Yes. And, and to them, it might as well be goobo-goo. How well, do we make sense of it?
1: Not all fertilizers are made equal. So if you look at those numbers, for instance, if you had a fertilizer bag with 10, 20, 20, mm-hmm. it just means it has 10% nitrogen, 20% phosphorus, and 20% potassium. But if you took another bag which had four, 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 4, 4, 4, it means it had 4% of each of those nutrients. So oh. the bags and the numbers and the amounts matter, Oh, and it's different.
0: So so it's a little bit of voodoo to read these labels, huh?
1: Not necessarily. But I think just knowing that basics, because sometimes, again, and we'll talk a little bit about organic or conventional fertilizers in a little bit, but let's say you're interested in looking for lawn fertilizer. Okay. Some lawn fertilizers sometimes come in with some herbicides. Sometimes they have herbicide in them yeah, and that's to kill just, the weeds. Yeah, the daffodils and things like that. The bad things. So don't use a lawn fertilizer on your vegetable garden. Oh, I have It's seen,
0: I've seen so many people do that.
1: Well, but on the other hand, if you're having leafy vegetables like kales and collard greens and Swiss chard and spinach and lettuce, you need to add a little bit more nitrogen. They need the green leafy looking um, material. So Mm -hmm. often when you're planting, you add fertilizer and then two or three times during the growth of those leafy vegetables, you need to add another top dressing.
0: So so when you're looking at the bag, nitrogen, the N, is usually the first number you see, right?
1: That's the first number. And that's the first number that actually most of the time you get to notice on plants if it's missing because Mm. the plants become yellow.
0: Oh, so a lot of people always assume that that means I'm not watering it enough.
1: Sometimes it may be that case, but often if you've been watering and your plants are still looking yellow, maybe and you haven't fertilized in a while, that's nitrogen which is missing because nitrogen is very mobile. Mm. It moves very quickly through the soil, and it's lost by leaching and by watering and, of course, by use by plants. So that's the first nutrients that you notice.
0: Yeah, and so when, if you're doing, like, the cabbages, the kales, the big leafy things, yes. this nitrogen is, like, the king nutrient.
1: They will want that. Hmm. And then if you're growing more of the root vegetables like beets and potatoes and sweet potatoes and onions and turnips and carrots, those needs mostly potassium.
0: Mm. So that's so the second. Need a little
1: one. bit. That's the third number. Oh, that's the third number. Oh, yeah.
0: That's the right. That's the K.
1: That's the K. But the phosphorus, the middle number, is needed most of the time for the root development. Mm. So you always have some of it during the planting, and it's often not as mobile. So those that's help. So normally we top dress. So we say we fertilize at the beginning when we are planting, and then we top dress maybe three or four weeks later. After planting our vegetables, we top dress we add a little fertilizer around the plant so like a little like a little sprinkle a little sprinkle and we mix it up with the soil and we always always follow it up with water. C-
0: can I ask a question and then maybe this is a technique question but what is when when we say you know you you, you do a little top dressing what is your favorite way to top dress because I've heard people will actually Mm -hmm. massage their soil a little bit.
1: Well, you need to just at least mix the fertilizer with the soil, whether you're massaging it or you're just scraping it a little bit. The thing is, if you leave the fertilizer on top of the soil, it has a tendency to evaporate. You know, it will get lost into the atmosphere because Mm -hmm. it's being the sun is there, it's shining. And the
0: wind will blow it away. The
1: wind might blow it away. So you want it mixed with the soil and then you add some water so that it becomes soluble and it's used by the roots. And that's the intention. And when
0: you fertilize it, how heavy are we talking about a water? Just like a, a, enough to make the ground damp and give it time to work in? Or do yes. we go a full water cycle?
1: You can do it actually during the time when you're watering your regular plants. Let's say you water twice a week. So during the time when you water, you fertilize. Hmm. I mean, if that's the period when you need to fertilize, that is the top dressing. Hmm. Normally, we said about watering last week, we say don't overwater you know, we water the soil, not the plant, but also don't overwater. So we water, if you if you think it's going to rain, you can also fertilize, and then the rain will take care of it.
0: Mm, okay. Well, let's move on to, 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 to the big question in people's minds. Yes. And when we say the C word, we really need to say it also means just the regular conventional farming that's been taught for a while. But yes. organic versus chemical fertilizer or organic versus conventional farmer what what can you tell us on
1: these You know, most times home uh, home gardeners who are growing vegetables, they want to use organic fertilizers. But of course, they still have the option to use conventional fertilizers. And those are the chemical fertilizers. So let's start with the organic fertilizers. These ones are the ones that are mostly made up of natural materials. They've been mined minerals or they're made from plant materials or animal materials with very little processing. Okay. So examples of those natural fertilizers are rock phosphate. Blood meal, Ooh, bone that one sounds... meal, corn seed meal, soybean meal, seaweed meal, green sand, mag fish byproducts like fish meal or fish emulsions. I've seen a lot of those. Oyster shell, gorilla oga, which is a good source of potassium. Mm-hmm. This one called bioflour. Animal manures and so on, and then there are those which are mined fertilizers like limestone or wood ash or rock phosphate or muriate of potash, and they are all considered considered under the natural fertilizers.
0: And, and those are really mined. There's there's guys with helmets and everything that go and they dig those up. Well,
1: n- not as extensive, but at least they're coming from some place now when it comes with to the natural organic fertilizers they are released slowly into the soil Mm. they do not act immediately often you find let's say uh, if you had a conventional fertilizer like a 10 2020 or a chemical fertilizer for that matter they are released the nutrients are released immediately and the plants can start using them But if it is an organic fertilizer, it takes time. So don't expect the plants to take it up immediately. But that also has some advantages. The fact that Mm. it's not used up immediately has some advantages.
0: Yeah, because uh, most of the time when you get the, uh, I guess what you could say, prepared minerals and stuff like that, they do seem to go through really quickly. But the organic method, even though it takes longer for it to work into the soil, Yes. It is still there.
1: It's still there, and it's used over a long time. And, in fact, there are certain benefits that you get from using organic fertilizers. For instance, they release natural nutrients to the soil slowly and consistently. Mm. They help adding the microorganisms to the soil, which increases soil health and fertility. They increase the soil organic matter. They improve the soil structure and tilt. They improve the water holding capacity or ability of the water to, the soil to hold water. They reduce the crusting problems, and sometimes they also reduce the erosion from wind and water. So <laughs> organic fertilizers, like for instance, if you had uh, manure or compost, they do release nutrients, but they also have additional benefits.
0: Stuff that's, that's not really there, uh, it, you know, stuff that you wouldn't think is important, but organic matter that does, after it breaks down, benefit yes, the plant.
1: That is true. So it's they are doing more than just giving the nutrients. Mm. That's the advantage. They are having other things.
0: Yeah. At that point, you're like Elton John. You're in the circle of life. Oh, well. <laughs> you know,
1: circle
0: of soil. Okay. But um, <laughs> chemical or conventional. Let's talk about those.
1: Now, these chemical synthetic fertilizers, such as ammonium sulfate, for instance, they are manufactured. You know, sometimes they're manufactured from petroleum products or from rock materials or from animal materials. But they're in the process of making them, they are much more concentrated. mm. And therefore they are released the nutrients are released much more faster into the soil. Yeah. as compared to the organic fertilizers. And there are certain examples of of uh, conventional fertilizers like ammonium sulfate, ammonium phosphate. I've, I've heard of those. Ammonium nitrate, potassium mm-hmm. sulfate, potassium nitrate, urea, and so on. And some just come by numbers, you know, like a 10-20-20, a 10-10-10, a 16-16-16, or similar combinations. Those are all manufactured fertilizers.
0: Yeah, and th- th- that's usually nitrogen, phosphate, potassium, right?
1: Yes, nitrogen phosphorus and potassium and those are the three numbers on the back but like i mentioned last week whether you're using organic or inorganic fertilizers Mm -hmm. the very best thing that you can do for your soils is to add organic matter and it may be either compost animal manure so whatever your soil ph or your soil condition i think the best thing that is going to improve your vegetables your fruit crops your lawns your shrubs your flowers it's addition of organic matter. It really helps the soil. So each year, make a point of adding some to yeah. the soil.
0: And, and and if your husband, ladies, has been really bad, consider adding him to your soil. <laughs> could, I it could really. Say help. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to think that our our, our resident gardening expert would not advocate hom- homicide for fertilizing. But, Anne, you you run the Home Gardening Support Network. How can people get in touch with you?
1: They can also come to our website, the and in-
0: Listen to that. But uh, they can pick up all kinds of neat tips, and the easiest way to find out is through the website. Huh?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll also leave a review, and also, of course, subscribe to our episodes. And I'm excited to have you join us.